Hello everybody, and welcome to this very special Tuesday edition of Straight Outta Cloyne with me, your host, of course, Dylan Turl Reeve. For once, we're doing a bonus episode that, whilst still discussing a fairly controversial topic, is not the worst topic we've discussed in terms of bonus episodes. The last one was about, of course, Mason Greenwood, which... Yeah, don't really want to talk about that much. And of course, the one before that was the Ashling Murphy situation. Right now, probably shouldn't be talking about that. This is about something that's a little bit more discussable in terms of the fact that it's based off opinion and, yeah, controversy. Nobody has died. Nobody has, you know, been assaulted. This is just a big situation that's very popular in the news at the moment. Uh, both the news on, you know, social media and both, you know, are all, um, what what would you call them? Uh, news channels, I suppose. I just saw them talking about it on RTE News here in Ireland. I know CNN are talking about it a lot in the States. I'm sure BBC, Sky, ITV, I'm sure all these big news outlets are all talking about this situation with Mr. Joe Rogan. As you can tell by the title... I am going to be discussing today why I'm standing by Joe Rogan and I'm not giving in to this perceived um, kind of perception of him. Now, first things first, I've never met Joe Rogan. I've never had any encounter with him. I've never crossed paths with him in person. I am purely talking about this from an outside perspective and just my point of view on this very topical conversation. So, Joe Rogan has been a big figure in the news lately because of his podcast and some of the guests he's had on in relation to uh, doctors talking about COVID-19. This has led to some people saying that Joe Rogan is being um, a a bit of a problem in terms of what people are saying is spreading misinformation about vaccines and, you know, other things to do with COVID and essentially his podcast spreading lies. That's essentially what people are saying about Joe Rogan. Then in the kind of immediate aftermath of this, the other topic of conversation was uh, the compilation video made where uh, Joe Rogan is seen to be using the N-word which is something I will get onto in a little bit. Uh, first things first, I'm never ever going to excuse anyone using that word because it's not a word that people of the race that me and Joe Rogan share should be saying. In in, in my in, in my opinion, you should never be saying stuff like that, no matter what context you're using it in. But we'll get onto that in a little bit. First things first, in terms of Joe Rogan's podcast and the spreading, or the quote-unquote spreading misinformation... Joe Rogan's podcast, which I'm sure the majority of you have listened to or, you know, regularly listened to. He has so many different types of guests on that show. From doctors, musicians, actors, athletes, entertainers, um, you know, people who just have all different types of backgrounds. Of course, he has his MMA show as well. He has boxers on there. He has pro wrestlers on there. He has all different types of people with all different types of backgrounds on there. 
I think it's very unfair to be saying that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation by having different guests on his show. The amount of guests he's had on, you know, away from COVID and people who are on there to talk about COVID in terms of, like, you know, their actual occupations, or doctors, for example. There has been so many different opinions on there. I know Bill Burr was on there and didn't want to talk about COVID because Joe Rogan was saying, like, you know, the, the first kind of controversy I heard with Joe Rogan and COVID was that he was telling young people not to get the vaccine, which I disagree with. I disagree with, but this is what I'm going to get onto now in a little bit. Uh, but Bill Burr was kind of, you know, giving his stance on things and saying he didn't want to get into it. I've heard other people say on there they you know, people should be getting the vaccine. I've seen some people on there who are anti-vax. I've literally seen every different type of person on the Joe Rogan experience talking about how they feel about the vaccine and why people either should take it or shouldn't take it or why they don't want to talk about it. The thing I've just said there, though, is that I disagree with Joe Rogan in terms of his stance on the vaccine and, you know, young people taking it. Excuse me. What I can't understand about people um, and their opinion of Joe Rogan is that I don't get why it's either you love him and you agree with everything or you hate him and you think he's a piece of shit and you shouldn't agree with anything he says. Why can't you just be indifferent to Joe Rogan? Like, Joe Rogan is one of these enigmas, one of these just really strange personalities in terms of, you. as I say, you either love him or hate him. The only other person I can kind of think of like that off the top of my head would be someone like Brock Lesnar. Is like, people either fucking love the man, or they hate the guy. It's very rare to find an in-between. And I get that, you know, you get that in all walks of life. I think if you reach a certain level of fame, you probably do get to that point. But Joe Rogan is just an interesting one. Excuse me, because to many, like me, we knew him as the, the UFC commentator, the jiu-jitsu guy. He's obviously, you know, a, a very successful comedian as well. And he's a very successful uh, podcast host. He's, you know, literally hosting the most famous podcast in the world, which now has a $100 million deal with Spotify, uh, exclusively to Spotify, which is just absolutely crazy um, to think that it's it's gotten to that stage. This podcast that started in, like, it was Christmas Eve and like, was it 2008 or 2009 or something like that? It's just crazy to see the, you know, level that it's after getting to. But I just wish people could understand that not everyone or not everything someone says is going to be something that you agree with. That doesn't mean you have to turn on the person. That doesn't mean you have to hate the person. You can really, really like someone... And disagree with them. For example, I did a show on my old podcast with my cousin Alex. And the topic of discussion there was religion. I just thought it would be a really fascinating thing to talk about. Especially from Alex's perspective because he's got quite strong views on that. And I remember that was one of the old episodes I did that went like... There was a lot of different people talking about it. Um, even outside of my jurisdiction, which was crazy. I remember there was people in Israel talking about that episode, which was pretty crazy. You know, I saw the uh, the the algorithm after the episode and the analytics, and there was a lot of people in Israel talking about that episode and listening to that episode, which was crazy. And there were some people who liked that episode and agreed with what Alex said, and there were some people who weren't too happy about it and made it very clear to me that they, they didn't like it. But I didn't fall out with these people. I, I still talk to a lot of them to this day. It's just 
the fact that they didn't agree with what Alex said, which is okay. You don't have to agree. It was a discussion. It was a little bit of a debate. That's the Joe Rogan experience in a nutshell. Joe Rogan has every type of different guest on his podcast and they all give different views. They all give different opinions. That's essentially why he's had so many doctors on there these last couple of years is because, especially in the States, I, I, I find that every doctor seems to have a different viewpoint on COVID-19 and stuff. Now, I don't really listen to these episodes. I do listen to the Joe Rogan experience a bit, a good bit, I should say. Uh, I don't really listen to those type of episodes. I personally just find those episodes a little bit boring. But, like, Joe Rogan is someone who, over the years, I've had a bit of a love-hate relationship with. But these last, kind of, three or four years, he's really, really grown on me. I think, you know, a big reason I had issues with Joe Rogan was his stance on the world of professional wrestling. Which, obviously, I'm very protective over, because I'm a lifelong fan. I've been involved in the business. I don't like when people talk shit about wrestling. Even though, I feel like I've spoke shit about wrestling recently. You know, I felt like some bitterness, maybe, leaving the industry... Uh, took over in some circumstances, and maybe some fallouts with certain dickhead promoters in the back arse in Arnia. But anyway, I digress. Um, that was kind of more my thing, w- was the way he would do that. But I have to realise, looking back on that, Joe Rogan knew what he was doing there. He would get a reaction out of people. Because wrestling fans are, are a passionate bunch. We're a very passionate bunch. We're very protective of the graps, the business we love so much. Because... We've had so many people mock us over the years. I have people to this day that mock me over being a wrestling fan. I don't care. I re- and I'm too old to care at this stage. I'm a fan of pro wrestling, and that's that. This stupid feud that people try to make between pro wrestling and mixed martial arts, even though both industries derive from catch wrestling, both industries have a lot to thank the other one for, and it is okay to be a fan of both industries... A lot of people in WWE, for example, are fans of UFC. A lot of people in UFC are fans of WWE and just, you know, wrestling and MMA in general. It's not, you know, a competition. And I used to get really, really mad at Joe Rogan for what he used to say about wrestling. But my turning point with that was when I noticed that Tony Hinchcliffe, who is a guy he always, or who is a guy who he always has on his podcast, a very, uh, or pretty popular comedian, huge wrestling fan. Joe Rogan only ever seems to talk shit about wrestling when Tony Hinchcliffe is there. You know what I mean? The turning point for me after that was when he had Diamond Dallas Page, former WCW and WWE wrestler, on his podcast. Former WCW champion, uh, the creator and founder of DDPY, which really helped me out last year with some of my neck issues and my shoulder issue uh, and my back issues. And, you know, pretty much every issue I've had in my life in terms of, like, physical ailments... And, you know, I, I realized then, he does have respect for wrestling. There's actually clips of Joe Rogan from, like, years ago praising pro wrestlers and saying, like, you know, all the, the shit they have to go through and saying, yeah, look, it isn't a legitimate fight, but, you know, there's a lot of miles being put on on your body and there's a lot of, you know, damage that's done from, from you know, throwing yourself on the ground five nights a week. So, I know this is kind of me going off on a separate topic, but that was my stance on Joe Rogan. I had a, I wanted to like him, but the way he spoke about wrestling really pissed me off. But then I realized he was only kind of... He was doing it to wind people up, because, yeah, like, you know, he, he, if, he, if he knows something will get a reaction, he'll do it. I only recently saw him wearing a Bret Hart jumper, which was really, really cool. I really, uh, really thought that looked uh, pretty cool. Joe Rogan repping Bret the Hitman Hart. Now... 
the reason I'm bringing up all that stuff is that I realized then I could I could really like Joe Rogan and not like some of the things he said. Joe Rogan is someone who I, I, I know a few people who I used to work with. People took what he said as gospel. And I will admit that can be dangerous. It can be dangerous when you look at someone and you take their every word as truth. You take their every word as, as, as I said, as gospel. As like, this is the holy grail. Nobody should question this. This person knows what they're talking about and they're never wrong about anything. That is not the way you should be looking at anybody. Joe Rogan is no exception to that. However, when he is getting different guests on there to voice their opinions and voice their truths, uh, when I say truths, I mean truths in their own head, that is something that you have to realize there's going to be things on there that you're going to disagree with. Now, I don't personally listen to these episodes, but I do know from people who have listened to these episodes that there's various opinions on there about COVID and and the vaccine and, and all that crack. It's not spreading misinformation. It's different opinions from different people going on a very, very public platform. As I say, it's literally the most famous podcast in the world. In the entire world. Even the clips they put up on YouTube are getting millions upon millions of views. And I think the discussion pieces on there, there's something there for everybody. He has people on from all different walks of life, so there'll always be something there for people to listen to and to enjoy. Now. What I'm going to move on to next. Is his use of the N-word. And why I am standing by him. Despite these remarks coming out. And what I think about that situation. So I think. I didn't see the clip myself. But I do know there was an 11 minute compilation video. Mashed up of Joe Rogan saying the N-word and referring to people in Africa as the planet of the apes. That sounds horrendous. Because when you put it into that context, it is horrendous. However, the key word I've said there is context. The main discussion points of that podcast where he was using the N-word as in he was actually saying it, Joe Rogan was discussing how the N-word is such a unique word because if people who are white say that word, it is the most offensive word in the world. Which it is, because it's not a word that people who are white should be saying. But that, you know, people of the African-American community, black people, sometimes use this word as, like, endearment. As in, like, it could be used in a very positive sense. It could be used as, like, you know, a slang term. It could be used in, like, rap lyrics. It's just a word that has so many different meanings, and a lot of it depends on what your race is. And that was the discussion piece. Now, he never should have said the word in the discussion. Even though he wasn't using it, like he wasn't calling someone the N-word, he was discussing it in that, um, you know, discussion piece, where he actually said the word as it is, as opposed to saying the N-word. I don't think he should have done that. Then the whole thing about Planet of the Apes... Very, very badly worded comment. Uh, I do remember him saying that at the time and admittedly not thinking much of it. I think something, it was something along the lines of, you know, he went to watch Planet of the Apes in a the- in a cinema or theatre, uh, movie theatre as they call it. And 
it was in a black community and i think he said it was it was like being in the planet of the apes but then he said that he went on to say that it was a very positive experience that he was happy he saw the movie in that area and you know that essentially it was a, a very positive thing overall now the whole thing about the planet of the apes and it was like being in planet of the apes was disgusting that is a disgusting thing to say but i think he's come out and said that the reason he said it was if memory is serving me correctly it was that oh it was because it was like being in, in like a foreign land in unknown territory that he didn't mean it in the sense that he was comparing black people to apes that's not what he was coming at and listen i believe people make up their own mind about that look it is it is what it is what i would say there about people trying to cancel joe rogan over that i don't think it's very fair to be bringing up clips from like 11 12 years ago just because you don't like some of the stuff that's been on his show recently i I was talking about pro wrestling there there was a situation uh last week on aew which is a, a a wrestling promotion in america that you know you'll see the likes of cm punk chris jericho john moxley a lot of former wwe guys are there and then you see you know kenny omega the young bucks um cody rhodes you know people who were very popular in the indies uh pack you know lots of guys who were popular in the indies are there as well they were uh supposed to have a uh they had scheduled a match for their weekly show dynamite it was supposed to be a wrestling veteran Brian Kendrick taking on uh, John Moxley, who I mentioned there before, formerly known as Dean Ambrose in WWE. I think it was like the day of the show, or maybe the day before, there was comments by Brian Kendrick that came out in 2011, where he was discussing a conspiracy theory that was denying the Holocaust, essentially saying the Holocaust didn't exist. Excuse me. Now, listen. That is one of the most fucking stupid conspiracy theories I've ever heard in my fucking life. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's not even a discussion piece. I think it's just absolutely stupid. And yeah, like it, it, it's kind of laughable that that was even discussed as a conspiracy. However, 2011 was 11 years ago. Brian Kendrick made those comments a very long time ago. We've all said stupid shit in the past. I put up that Instagram story the other day of Joe Rogan's apology video and him discussing his use of the N-word and, and the Planet of the Apes um, scenario. I think we've all said something in the past that we that we regretted. And there's something that we've all said... Excuse me. A bit stuffy today. There's, something, there's a lot of things we've said in the past uh, that we look back on now and we go, fuck... Like, for example, and I'll be honest about this, growing up, if we didn't like something, or if we thought something was bad, it was very common to go, that's gay. That was a word that was used in, like, a very negative sense, and now, if you said something was gay in a negative way, people would crash down very hard on you, because, obviously, LGBT rights are very you know, in, uh, very present now. People are actually respecting people's sexuality, no matter what it is, and that's great. It's great that, you know, homophobia is being stomped out and that it's not being taken, um, it's not being overlooked like it used to be before. So that's that's what I'd say there about the Brian Kendrick situation, is that it was a stupid thing to say. It was a ridiculous co- uh, conspiracy theory. I don't really like many... I think... I don't really like conspiracy theories. I just think they're... I don't know. I just think they're a lot of rubbish. 
Um, but it was just it was it was something from a very long time ago, and I just don't think it's very fair for that to be held against him. I personally, and this is just me, I disagree with AEW's decision to take him off that show for those comments. Here's another thing. Here's another reason why, and here's another reason why I don't think people should be trying to get Joe Rogan cancelled. Mike Tyson is one of the most beloved people on this planet. Not just as an athlete, not just as a boxer, an amazing boxer like he was, not just as a very popular personality in in the world of pop culture and and you know uh, and combat sports. He's just he's just loved. All around, Mike Tyson is just a very loved character. However, Mike Tyson is also a convicted rapist. He literally did time in prison for raping someone. But people seem to forgive Mike Tyson for that. I wouldn't even say forgive. People just seem to forget that about Mike Tyson. And I, I, I adore Mike Tyson. I would never say any of this shit to Mike Tyson's face because... Mike Tyson would rip me apart by just looking at me. But I just don't understand that. How someone like Mike Tyson, who... I think raping someone is worse than saying a word in a discussion piece that you probably shouldn't have used in the way you said it. So I think Joe Rogan saying the N-word in a discussion point is... I don't think that's as bad as someone raping another human being, in my opinion. Had Joe Rogan called someone the M-word and said, hey, you're, uh, you know what? Then I would be like, yeah, listen, that's really shitty. Joe Rogan needs to come out and apologize for that. Would I say he should be cancelled then? To be honest with you, no. Not because I condone the use of that word or people calling other people that word. Here's why I uh, would not want Joe Rogan cancelled. Hulk Hogan was blacklisted from WWE back in 2015 because a recording from 10 years earlier had come out of him calling someone the n-word and being quite aggressive in the way he was saying it however once again not condoning the word Hulk Hogan was very angry at a man of the um or a man who had cheated on his girlfriend who happened to be black and in a fit of anger, used a word that he should never have used. Not excusing it, not saying that he was right to use that word. What I'm saying is, he said a stupid thing in the heat of the moment in the in a private setting that he didn't know was being recorded, and it didn't come out till ten years later. I didn't want Hulk Hogan cancelled then. I didn't want Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan cancelled then. I'm not saying I want Mike Tyson cancelled. I just think it's very hypocritical of people who love Mike Tyson and probably would have listened to his pod- or his episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. They would have listened to that podcast with Mike Tyson. Um, I think it's very hypocritical for you know people to want Joe Rogan to be cancelled after listening to that. I think it's very hypocritical of AEW to take Brian Kendrick off of a show because of comments he'd made 11 years earlier when Mike Tyson, again a convicted rapist, has turned up on AEW television in the last two years. This is why I'm not jumping on this bandwagon of wanting to cancel a man simply because people don't like a few episodes of his podcast, citing uh, misinformation being spread, despite the fact it is just a difference of opinions and that you can find all different types of opinions on that show. That's my stance on it. 
the reason I made this episode was because I just think that, you know, as an MMA fan and as a big UFC fan, I just think that Joe Rogan is someone who people on the outside don't really get and people have these misconceptions about him. But I know from seeing him and from, you know, knowing people who actually, you know, have connections to Joe Rogan that he is not, he's not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. He's not a racist. He's not. He's not a bigot. He's not a bad human being. He is just a guy who has a very big platform with multiple people from multiple different backgrounds giving their opinion. That's simply what it is. I don't agree with this thing of trying to cancel him by bringing things up from years ago which have no relation to the stuff that's going on now and that have been taken out of context to make it look bad for him. I don't agree with any of that. Might lose a few listeners to this show because of that, but that is what what my stance on this whole situation is. Just thought I'd give my two cents on it because I think it's a very topical issue right now. I think it's something that is very present on the news and people are giving all different sorts of opinions as they have every right to and that's just me giving mine so anyway that will do it for this bonus edition of straight out of Cloyd. i still want to say joe turn rising especially because i've mentioned joe rogan's name an awful lot here but anyway that is all for me let me know what you think about the whole joe rogan situation and what your thoughts are do you disagree perfectly fine give me a shout on my social media platforms below and we can discuss this And until this Friday, I will talk to you all later.